Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 336 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show has been a technology entrepreneur since 1998. Before founding CryptoStopper, he started Access Backup, a backup and disaster recovery company for the insurance industry. In 2015, Access Backup was acquired by J2 Global, enabling the creation of CryptoStopper, which focuses exclusively on cybersecurity. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Greg Edwards. Phil, thanks for thanks for having me today. Oh, absolutely delighted to have you on the show, Greg. So maybe we could start. Could you give us a bit of an insight into your company um, and just tell us a little bit about what it does? Yeah, so CryptoStopper uh, is a endpoint anti-ransomware tool that my team developed out of a need because none of the other tool sets that we were buying off the shelf were stopping ransomware. And so we built CryptoStopper to recognize ransomware attacks that are running and have gotten past the other protection systems and kill it after it's already running and starting to infect uh, infect files and encrypt files on a network. Right. Okay. So for those who don't, don't know a lot about ransomware, how, how does it sort of manifest itself? What would happen to the typical user? Yeah. So ransomware, it almost always runs as some sort of a script that starts encrypting files. And so once the system is infected and, uh, you know, assuming antivirus doesn't catch it, which is is always the case. Actually, 75% of companies that are hit by ransomware have up-to-date antivirus and still it gets past it. And so that script, whatever it is, starts running and encrypting files. And then really at the heart of ransomware, all it is is encryption uh, and then holds that encryption key, the password, to unlock the files for the ransom. It's really a very simplistic system that has caused such major havoc across the globe over the last several years it's it's crazy yeah absolutely um do you see it as, as something that's that's getting worse uh definitely getting much worse i mean i i don't know that we're at a plateau yet um it's been increasing i've actually seen ransomware happening since 2012. Um, I previously owned an offsite backup and disaster recovery company, and we had 20% of our our backup clients hit by ransomware that needed full-on recoveries, uh, and exactly why I started CryptoStopper, and, and I sold, it was a good time to sell the offsite backup business, uh, and then started CryptoStopper right away after that. And so I've, I've been seeing this rise of ransomware since 2012, and it is certainly the worst in that time frame over the last 10 years it's ever been. And like I say, I don't know if we're at a plateau at this point or more likely probably going to continue to rise and continue to be an even worse and worse problem. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a shame to hear that, but um, I think that's the reality, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately. Yep. Okay. Great. We're going to go into the the interview flow, if you like. Now, so could you maybe give us a career tip, one that the audience may not be aware of and perhaps should be? Well, so I think a career tip in my mind definitely would be to follow up. And this is probably not something new, but if there's a company, you know, A, a identify the company that you want to work for, and then don't be afraid to follow up and follow up and follow up with that hiring manager, or if it's a smaller company, um, the CEO, whoever it is that you're best bet to get on and within that company, keep following up and don't be afraid. I mean, until they tell you to stop, um, keep following up. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I suppose there's a tendency of, of maybe overdoing it, but, um, it could be. Yeah. I mean, if they tell you no and tell you to yeah. quit, quit following up, then definitely heed that. Um, but you know, take use use uh common sense but Absolutely. definitely keep following up yeah good all right um and greg can you share with us your worst career moment and what you learned from that experience oh yeah so worst career moment i so i would have to say so i i've i've only worked in one what was a corporate environment and then started my own company when I was 24. So I don't have I don't have a lot of experience working within um, as an employee. It's always been as the owner or CEO. But probably one of the worst moments in that career was losing a big client um, that was bought out. They were bought out by a bank and nothing that we could control. Um, but it was a significant portion of of the company's revenue at that point. And I thought, I mean, I was completely stressed out, thought it was the end of the world, um, thought I was going to lose the business and turned out to be one of the best things. We diversified and were able to bring on lots of additional clients and grew and start, have started other companies since. And so um, at the time, it was the worst worst thing that had happened in my career, but turned out to be a positive. So did you do anything different? Obviously, you, you've now created subsequent um, companies and, and obviously built your business. Is there any sort of change of approach that you've taken as a result of that? Yeah, so definitely diversified more. So not only um, taken more, so within, so that was an IT um, consulting and networking business that I actually started in 1998 and still own today. Um, but so diversify the client base more uh, and and then also have started other companies uh, besides just the IT um, managed services business. So yeah, really diversification is the, the thing that I took away from that experience and have done over the years. Yeah. Okay. And Greg, can you share with us your career highlight? Yeah. So you know, probably the career highlight, and this is going way back um, when I when I did work at. There's been lots of highlights in owning my own business and exiting from businesses and selling, and those were highlights. But working within the the corporate environment that I did, um, I actually dropped out of college uh, and took a job with a software company, and quickly rose up to it was i was a support tech back in 
back in those days and quickly rose up and became the number one support tech within this insurance software company and was awarded uh, a trip. And I still remember that to this day um, and being, you know, having, having dropped out of college and then starting within this company. And it was about 3000 employees. So not a massive company, but a pretty large company. And then quickly rising to become the, the number one tech support tech within the company. Um, that was, it was definitely a, a highlight of my IT career. Yes. So how, how how long did you stay with that company? Obviously, presumably it wasn't that long given that you started your own company at 24 years old. Yeah. So about four years. I was 20 when I started. Um, yep. Very, very young and green at the time. And then 24 when I started my own company. So yeah. Yeah. Not, not a long time, but. No, absolutely. And in terms of that shift away from being a permanent employee to, to starting your own company, it's just interesting to know how did that come about and why did you choose to do that? So, I mean, I think I had always one knew that I wanted to own my own company and um, or companies. And it really, looking back, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it certainly was a decision that I made, but wasn't a choice, if that makes sense. So it was something that I just felt like I always knew that I was going to do. And when the opportunity presented itself, I, I took it. And, and this was in, so it was in 1998, um, right before, and many, many listeners may not remember Y2K, um, but in 1998 and 1999, um, basically every computer system in the world was being replaced. And so it was a great time to start a managed services business and managing networks. And so I was busier than I could, than I could handle at, at 24 years old. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't exactly the best time in terms of the volume of work that was potentially out there, I suppose. So how did you handle that? Did you get a lot of inquiries all at once? Um, so I was, I was pretty strategic about it in retrospect and didn't take on too much more than I could handle. But um, I hired, started hiring employees right away. Yep. And I think by, so going into 2000, um, I believe at that time I was up to six employees, um, which isn't, you know, in today's, today's growth is not big, but back then was, was substantial growth. Um, and, and felt like I strategically grew and stuck within, um, niche markets so that I was keeping the, the other engineers that worked for me. Um, we had consistent, consistent business and consistent within consistent industries. Right. Good. Okay. So obviously we've talked a lot about the past and what happened. Um, and then how your career has evolved. But could you maybe give us a bit of a, an insight into your thoughts about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? What excites you? So, I mean, I, there are so many opportunities that I see coming over the next, I mean, even projecting out the next 20 years. But I think, I think we're going into a period of a renewed roaring 20s. Uh, and I, I think it's happening already. I mean, the pandemic certainly slowed us down. But as we're coming out of that, um, the things that excite me about IT and where we're going is that the 
machine learning. I don't call it AI. AI is coming, but it's really machine learning now. And the advances in technology are just going to increase in speed. And that's exciting to me. So when you think about the change that we've had over the last 30 years in IT, and you think that that's a blistering pace, I think that it's only increasing in pace and change. And to me, that's exciting. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, obviously, your your own business, and in terms of what it does, is very much sort of sort of managing around what you might describe as the negative aspects or attributes of technology. So do you see the sort of there being a bit of a balance between how technology involves for good as well as maybe not not so good or on the it, negative side? Yeah, absolutely. And and really the the thing that has allowed the rise of ransomware, which is a very negative, uh, is cryptocurrency. And I see cryptocurrency as a positive and is something that I, I see as changing the world over the next 10 to 15 years. I mean, it's already made an impact, but I really see it changing, changing things significantly um, in, the, in the access to currency. And so that cryptocurrency, if you look back, um, really Bitcoin became, was introduced in 2009, but then really became popular and available in 2012. And if you look at the rise of ransomware, that was a simultaneous rise and simultaneous rise in the, in cybercrime in general, because it allowed those attackers to to be paid completely anonymously. And that's what's given rise to all of this negative cybercrime that we have. But the positive side of that is that access to currency in developing countries. And I think the democratization of currency is already happening. And I think that that's going to proliferate and ultimately be a positive. That's yet to be determined, but I think it ultimately will be a positive. Good. Excellent. Okay. That's great to hear. Right. We're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. So you ready for this? I'm ready. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? Uh, Necessity, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) So I... um, I mentioned that I, I dropped out of dropped out of college um, when I was twenty and had a had a child at that point and needed to have a job and really the only thing that I was qualified to do was technology. Um, I really I actually wanted to be a chiropractor is what I was going to school for at the time. I'm glad that that changed, um, but it really was I needed to get a job. I knew um, this is this is going to date me, but I knew DOS really well from yep. having a, a PC as a kid and a, a, actually an Apple IIe before that. So I knew some some programming language and knew DOS, um, and it was a natural fit for me. And then it just took off from there. What is the best career advice you've ever received? Mm, the best career advice. Um, so I would have to say being your own boss and taking control and accepting control of your own career path. Yeah, that is good. And what is the worst career advice you've ever received? 
the worst career advice. I don't know that I, I, I think I've probably just ignored. (laughs) I I can't, I can't even recall um, worst advice. I'm sure that I've had some, but um, I've completely blocked that out from my, my memories. That's probably wise. (laughs) Okay. If you were to begin your IT career again in today's world, what would you do? Uh, so I would, I would focus on cybersecurity, uh, from day one and yeah. learning to be a, learning to be a hacker, a, a, a white hat hacker, of course, but learning to hack and then using that knowledge for good. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? Um, so it, this may be a little different because I own my own company, but the the primary objective that I have within CryptoStopper is to grow the company to 10 million in annually recurring revenue, and along that way bring great great people with me um, and advance their careers through our growth with CryptoStopper. Right. Do you have a time scale for doing that? Yeah, by the end of 2024. So right, okay, quite ambitious. Yep, yep. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? The number one non-technical skill, I I would have to say, it's got to be being able to identify talent within people. Uh, So I, I think that that's critical in any CEO or any manager's role is being able to quickly identify. Who, who you need in, in what position within the company. Yes, absolutely. And what do you do to keep your own career energized? Um, so <laughs> that, is, that is something that ebbs and flows for everyone. But for me, it's, it's exercise. I mean, that sounds like a non, non-answer answer. But for me to stay mentally focused and energized in my career, I really have to consistently exercise and keep my keep my mind and body in shape yes and what do you do in your spare time away from technology uh so one of the favorite so I'm a, I'm a private pilot and i built a an experimental aircraft with a partner of mine um and so flying is the favorite thing that i do as a pastime right okay when did you take that up um, so I got my license in 2008. So it's been, uh-huh. uh, yeah, been a long time. Um, actually started it in 2000, uh, started it in 2000. And then when, um, the, the nine 11 happened, they basically shut down, shut down general aviation. And so I stopped for a long time and then got back into yeah. it in 2008. Oh, okay. And, Greg, can you share with us a parting piece of career advice? Uh, so I, I think the biggest thing is to, it goes back to that um, taking control, but determine what you want your career to look like. And, when, you know, I know one of one of the interview questions is, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> t- take that internally and not necessarily give the answer that you would in an interview, but figure out and determine your course and plan for it. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, And Greg, how can we find out more about you and connect with you? 
Uh, so you can find um, our website is getcryptostopper.com. And if you search for me on LinkedIn, um, Greg Edwards with CryptoStopper and send me a friend request. Greg, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Phil. Hi, Phil here again. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with today's guest. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e and the number of the episode you've been listening to. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do so that you get episodes automatically downloaded to your device every Monday. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.